0: who God was to him. We know that we serve a mighty God, and just like David, in our distress, we can call on the name of the Lord. No matter what it is you are going through, I want you to know today that God hears you, and he will answer your call. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we will be concluding with our two-part series entitled, Call on the Name of the Lord, For He Hears You our scripture today is going to be coming from psalms the 18th chapter beginning at the first verse and i just want to reread that scripture again i will love thee o lord my strength the lord my rock my fortress my deliverer my god my strength in whom i will trust my buckler the horn of my salvation my high tower i will call upon the lord who is worthy to be praised so shall I be saved from my enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me. The floods of the ungodly man made me afraid. The sorrow of hell compassed about me. The snare of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and I cried unto my God, and he heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even unto his ears. This message is already in progress. Let's wrap. We serve a mighty God. All we have to do is call on the Lord. He hears you. Call on his name. Pastor just told us the other day, call on him all the time, all day long. Call on him. David said, he's my high tower. (laughs) Hey, hallelujah. 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 I love saying that. God is a high tower. God keeps me safe from all harm. He encompassed me. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. He allows me to see my enemy coming from afar. He is my high tower. When we're in the protection of the Lord, we're sitting in high places, hallelujah. We don't have time to come down to the devil's level, hallelujah. We gotta keep our mind in high places, cast down imagination and every other high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought into captivity and the obedience of Christ. We gotta stay in the high places, in the high tower of the Lord. He will allow us to see our enemy before he even comes hallelujah he don't leave his people ignorant we're not off guard we just have to learn how to listen he tells us he warns us of things we have to learn how to listen ask him for a spiritual ear that you might hear him i just thank god because god has been dealing with me more and more in the prophetic and he's been allowing me to be able to see things and say things. And, and these things are coming to pass, hallelujah. If I could only get the people around me to listen. It's a hard job for a prophet. Because you're continually going out saying what well, thus says the Lord. But you know, the people won't listen like Jeremiah, like Ezekiel, like all the prophets of old, hallelujah. Jesus is coming soon, hallelujah. But the people are not listening. The church is getting thinner and thinner. People are falling away. Wickedness all around us. The people are not listening. I know you're going through something right now. But I dare you, hallelujah, to be like David. I dare you to call on the name of the Lord. You have to know like David that no matter what you're going through, the Lord is worthy to be praised. David declared, my Lord, he's worthy to be praised. Your deliverance is in your praise tonight, church. And I want you to know, hallelujah, David said, and so shall I be saved from my enemies. When you begin to praise him, when praises go up, blessings come down. You going to have to praise your through way through this one hallelujah you done done all you know how to do you done prayed all you know how to pray now it's time for you to put a praise on it i dare somebody to stand on your feet and begin to declare tonight i'm gonna put a praise on my situation i'm gonna put a praise on that circumstance i'm gonna be a put a praise on my children i'm gonna put a praise on my husband i'm gonna be a put a praise on my wife We got to praise our way through. Praises will destroy yokes. Praises will break yokes. God inhabits the praises of his people. The more you begin to praise him, the more he's going to move. He's going to say, look at my child. She's praising me. She's giving me praises to inhabit, to live in. I got to move on her behalf. We got to praise him. Talking about it ain't helping. Crying about it ain't helping. Eating too much ain't helping. Not eating enough ain't helping. Taking pills ain't helping. The alcohol bottle ain't going to help you. Marijuana ain't going to help you. Cocaine ain't going to help you. Heroin ain't going to help you. You got to call on the name of the Lord. He is your helper. He is your strength. He is your strong tower that the righteous can run in and be safe. Hallelujah. Call on the Lord. Call on the Lord. He will save you from your enemies. I'm telling you, church, there's no one else we can turn to. Nowhere else we can go. The devil is not playing just pity pat. He's playing for keeps. He wants to take your mind. He wanna take your peace. You can be saved, but you ain't going to be saved and happy. He wants you to be saved and miserable. He wants you to be saved and bound. God came to set us free he said I wish above all that you would prosper be in good health even as your soul prosper he want us to be in good health he want us to be bound to sickness and disease he want us to be happy he want us to be anxiety free he said cast your cares upon me for I care for you glory be to God he said put your mind on things above he said he will give us a peace that surpasses all understanding we gotta trust in his word call on him call back his word to him when you pray. Don't just pray in vain. Don't just babble. Pray his word. It's not easy to praise him when you're going through because our flesh cries out. Causes everything you feel is real. That's why your flesh is crying out. Everything you're going through is real. We can't look over. We can't negate the pain that you're feeling. We can't negate what you're going through. Hallelujah. We can't look over and just say, oh, don't worry about it. It'll be all right. Pray. The pain is real. We are human. We deal with human situations, human circumstances. As long as you live in this flesh, you're going to deal with things of the flesh. But the Bible tells us uh, to walk in the spirit uh, that we do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The flesh lusteth. It wants what it wants. Glory be to God. David began to experience things. We're not experiencing nothing nobody else hasn't experienced. David experienced sorrow. David experienced distress. In that fourth verse, David said, The sorrow of death compasses me. The flood on the ungodly men made me afraid. In other words, when we think about sorrow, sorrow is feeling of deep distress caused by loss or disappointment or misfortune, suffering by oneself or another. Yeah, 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 sometimes we can cause ourselves a whole lot of sorrow for being disobedient, then we want to turn around and blame the devil. We can't blame the devil for everything. If you don't eat right and you got high blood pressure, you can't blame the devil. If you don't eat right and you got diabetes, you can't blame the the devil. There's some things we have to do. When the doctor tells we can correct these things, if we do the right thing, we need to do that. Hallelujah. Sorrow, sorrow, deep distress caused by loss or disappointment. Sometimes we lose things in our life. If you lost a home, you lost a car, and you wasn't good steward over your money, your finances, you can't blame the devil for that. Some things we can't control. So sorrow is misfortune, suffering by oneself or another. And we know that the world, the Bible says, in the world we shall have tribulation. He said, "Think it not strange concerning these fiery trials, for they're just a testing of our faith. So we expect to have warfare from our enemy. And if you don't, you are sadly mistaken. I don't care how saved you are. You've just been picked out to be picked on. That's when the battle really starts. Hallelujah. He had you, so why he needed to fight against you when he had you? You're no longer working for him. He want to get you. I saw a quote the other day. It says the devil was rejoicing and he was happy when I had my head down and my eyes closed. But then I lifted up my head and opened my eyes and said amen. He got worried then. I got another thing on my wall that said "When every morning when I get up feet hit the floor, the devil says, oh crap, she's up. That's how I want to be. I want the devil to know I'm up in the morning. If he not worried about you, that means he got you. If you ain't going through nothing, you might want to check yourself. Many of you are dealing with sorrow right now. Your pain is real. A lot of deaths have been occurring from the beginning of the year until now. Many of you are dealing with death. Some of you feel like David did. The sorrow of death is compassing you. The loss of your loved one, it hurts. Your heart is broken. The divorce hurts you. The pain is real. Your child hooked on drugs hurts you. You hate to see them looking like that. Your child turning their back on God hurts you because you know you didn't raise them like that. It hurts. The fourth verse, David said, hallelujah, fear. He began to say, Hallelujah that the fear had compassed him. Glory be to the flood, he said, of the ungodly men made me afraid. Anybody ever been afraid? Anybody willing to admit that you've been afraid tonight? The situation looked so bad, the enemy was coming at you so fast like a flood, hallelujah, that it made you afraid. Why? Because it looks like they were winning, glory be to God. By the time you get through one thing, here come another, hallelujah. Sometimes things are coming at you so fast, glory be to God. But my Bible tells me that when the enemy come in like a flood, that the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard, church. He is our standard. He will lift it up, glory be to God. Have you ever felt like the hounds of hell were nipping at your feet? Glory be to God. David said, The sorrow of hell has compassed about me. Hallelujah. The snares of death have prevented me. Anybody ever felt like, Hallelujah, you were in the fiery furnace of a situation, the fiery furnace of life problems? Anybody here ever felt like David? The more you try to get out, the tighter the hole, the tighter the grip of the snare, the tighter the trap of the enemy. The sorrows of hell compassed about me. And the snare of death pre- prevented me. David said that he was trying to keep. Uh, breaking free. Hallelujah. He continued to try to break free. Hallelujah. How many tonight continue to try to break free from a cycle of defeat? You continue to try to break free from the pressure of poverty. You continue to try to break free from the sickness in your body. You're continuing to try to break free from those negative thoughts that keep bombarding your mind. Or You continue to try to break free from childhood memories, childhood pain. Or you continue to try to break free from the snares of your enemy, but this thing wants to kill you. This thing is preventing you from breaking free. You got to call on the name of the Lord, church. He hears you. David said in the sixth verse, and we're closing, he said, in my distress, in other words, my extreme anxiety, sometimes situations can be so hard on us that it causes us a little anxiety he said in my torment in my torture in my heartbreak in my headache in my sorrow and my pain distress will keep you up at night church distress will make you feel like you're losing your mind distress will make you want to throw up your hands and give up glory be to God but David said we can't give up we can't back down we gotta be like David in the midst of our distress he called upon the lord we have to call upon the lord not only call on him but we need to fall on our face. We're going to have to cry out to the Lord. Cry loud and spare not. Cry loud and spare not. Now is the time, church. You better cry loud and spare not because the devil ain't playing with you. He's not going to spare your feelings. He's not going to spare your body. He's not going to spare your health. He's not going to spare your children. He's not going to spare your job. You better cry loud and spare not. Don't give him a break, don't spare one minute. Don't give him one minute of your time. Every chance you get step on his neck, break him down. Quote, shut it up, oh, sir. If the devil has a foothold, it's time to get loose. You better put him under your feet, kick him off of your heel, and put him under your feet. Quote, shut it up, oh sir. We can't give up. We can't give up. We can't give up now. We have to call upon the Lord. Call upon God. For he is our peace. He is our healer. He is the liver of your marriage. He's the liver of your children. He's the liver of your grandchildren. He's the liver of our situations. David came back to say, not only did I cry, but he heard my cry. David said he heard my voice. Church, I want you to know tonight uh, that the Lord hears you. He hears you. He knows your name. Glory be to God. Not only do we know your name. Glory be to God. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He said the very hairs are numbered. God knows your name. Not only does he know your name. The Bible said, David said, that he heard my voice. So God knows your individual voices. I don't care how many yell at the same time. My God hears me. He knows my voice from Miss Dorothy's voice. He knows my voice from Michael's voice. I don't care how loud the crowd is yelling. When you go to a game, you can't hear one voice from another when everybody's yelling. But I stop by to tell you tonight that I don't care where you are in the midst of the billions of people on this planet. And many Christians are crying out at the same time. I want you to know that the Lord, he hears your voice. He hears you. He hears you. He hears you. He knows the sound of my voice. He knows the sound of my cry. He's waiting for you. David said, my cry came before his ears. How many know God has ears, church? That his ears are not dull. But he hears you. He hears you. Sometimes you can go. <laughs> Sometimes you can go through a situation so long, you wonder, God, do you hear me? God, do you see me? I'll never forget when I first moved here, and I was going through in my marriage. Not all of my husband fault. I gotta tell you tonight that I was a mess. I was a wicked wretch undone. I was a broke down sinner, addicted to sex, addicted to everything, and anything addicted to emotions addicted to turmoil addicted to drama uh, glory be to God I was going through I was going through and then when my husband got tired of my mess and he decided to put it on me hallelujah glory be to God I begin to wonder Lord do you hear me oh God help me where are you I remember going to a women's conference. Pastor would always take me with her. Every time they would go to Pittsburgh, every time they would go to Texas, anywhere they would go, she must have saw this broken little girl from Georgia. She would take me with her. And I remember standing at the altar, and one of the prophets laid hands on me. And she said, God said, he heard you the first time, but you're not going to come out of this one easy. You're going to have to go through this one. Sometimes we get ourselves in situations and circumstances and then we want to call and cry to God and we want him to move yesterday already. But God said, no, no, you haven't learned anything yet. You're going to have to go through this one. And I bet you, baby, when you come out of this one, you won't go back to that one again. The enemy that you see today, after you come out of this one, you won't see no more. I never forget when I came out of that mental institution I said God if you get me out of here I will never come back here again I was way up there in the North Philly somewhere in the hood hallelujah with a bunch of hood rats hallelujah I'm laying up in that room with somebody that looked like a man and she woke up early in the morning and she was in the mirror preaching Lord I'll do your will Lord I'll do what you want me to do God say how you want to do it now you want to do it the way I told you or you want to do it this way and I said Jesus if you get me out of here I will never come back to this place again because I was court ordered I couldn't walk out on my own it took Jesus and I'm here to tell you church I have not been back there again and when oppression and depression try to come my way I call on the name of the Lord I give him up a praise you gotta praise him anyhow no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like you better give him an anyhow praise you better give him a right now praise when praises go up your blessing will come down your deliverance is in your praise you better hear me tonight your deliverance is in your praise God is waiting for your cry he's waiting for it to come before him all you got to do is cry out your cry must reach his ears David said in the last part of that sixth verse He said, my cry reached his ears. Is your cry reaching the ears of God? It don't matter if my cry is reaching my mom today. It doesn't matter if my cry is reaching my husband. It don't matter if my cry is reaching my sister. Is your cry reaching the ears of God? We spend all our time crying out to the wrong people, trying to get man to deliver us. Trusting in the arms of the flesh and man. We got to trust God, church. He said here that man, we can't trust in man. We got to trust in God. The Bible tells us the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. He wants us to fear him and not man. Don't fear what the man can do to me, but fear God who can destroy both body and soul. We better fear God. We better call on God's name like never before. We're living in the last days, church. Jesus is soon to come. You better cry loud and spare not. These are the last days, church. Mark my words. You better hear me today. I'm prophesying to you today that the time is near, glory be to God. Look around you, church. You can't tell the seasons. The signs are everywhere. Jesus is soon to come. I'm not trying to tell you that to scare you. I'm trying to tell you that so when He come, you will have all in your lamp. Jesus. Jesus, call on the Lord. We have to call on the Lord. It's hard, it's rough, we go through. I've been going through a situation for the last five years. And I wanna throw up my hands and give up. You wanna distance yourself from pain. But I'm telling you church, we have to call on the name of the Lord we have to have wisdom so that we don't make a situation worse. You have to have wisdom. You can't move if the Lord didn't say move. You can't give up until the Lord say give up on a situation. You should be asking, Lord, can these dead bones live? Prophesy to the bones. Church, I'm calling you tonight to prophesy to those dead things in your life, those dead situations, those dead people. You better begin to speak over them. Speak life. Speak life. Ask God to take the shackle over their eyes. Ask God to allow them to come to themselves. Speak life. You don't have to let them hurt you, but you can prophesy from afar and speak life. speak life call on the name of the Lord he is our father he is Abba father he loves us he created us in his image and his likeness he took and engraved our names in the palm of his hand he said I love you Shanina more than the graves of the sand of the ocean He said, I love you so much, Jackie, I know how many hairs are on your head. That means when one falls out, I have an account of that. He said, I love you so much, Beulah, I'm bottling up every tear that you cry. (laughs) He nara sete yoro rabo sa Hinana sete yoro rabo si Kusha sete yoro rabo ha Hilara rabo sete yoro rabo sa sete yoro se te sete yoro ha sete yoro si sete yoro My, 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 what a powerful word of God. I tell you, the Holy Spirit was in that place. And I believe the same spirit that was in that place tonight is here today. And we just want to pray. If you have listened to this message today and you do not know the Lord Jesus, I invite you to accept him as your personal savior. I want you to now come before the throne of God with me. Ask him to come into your life, creating you a clean heart. Ask him to forgive you of your sins and all unrighteousness. Take him in as your personal savior and he will heal you from all of your diseases. He will forgive you of all of your sins. Quo shout out father god in the name of jesus lord i pray today that everyone under the sound of my voice that you would touch today that you would move by your spirit like only you can god you know each and every person that is listening to this message today god you know what they're in need of you know what situation and every circumstance they are going through now father today god you said call upon your name god for you hear us So God, if they would call on you, God, you would answer them. You promise in your word that you would show show us great and mighty things that we know not. So Father, today, we trust you. We will call on your name and we will hold on to the horns of the altar and not let go until you bless us. Lord, we thank you for your delivering power. We thank you for everything that you are to us today. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I do pray that this two-part series has been a blessing to your life. We want you to continue to listen, continue to like, continue to comment. But most of all, we want you to share, share, share this podcast with everyone you meet, with all of your friends and your family. And if you have not joined us on Facebook, we want you to go to our Facebook page at Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. We also have a relationship Let's Rap group page, we want you to click on that as well. That's Let's Rap Relationship group page on Facebook. As always, I love you. Elder Walker love you, but God will always love you more. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until the next time, have a blessed day.